It's time. We are not called to be nice. Sandy Rios, welcome, Sandy. Thanks for being here. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. You and you still like me, or you, or you don't like me, James? Are you okay? You're all right. <laughs> I'm a musician. I can't help it. Uh, longtime Fox News contributor Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. We have, I think it's four to one youth in America wants gay marriage. Our kids are the product of public schools. No wonder they poll the way they do. It's time to stand up or we're going to lose everything we have. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. This isn't a game. This is real life. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. Some things are worth fighting for. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams in this morning for Sandy Rios. Thank you for joining us this morning on a Monday across America. I'm president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, the nation's only nonprofit law firm dedicated wholly to election integrity. You can find more out at publicinterestlegal.org. Follow us and get our email news about what's happening with election integrity. Lots always going on there. But today, we're going to talk about double standards and how different people are treated differently, something that unfortunately has become part of the American landscape. You know, wouldn't it be nice to actually hear the news on the top of the hour for a change and it'd be good news instead of news of discord and, dis- and, and dismay and contention? I mean, Supreme Court justices have a bounty on their heads. They're offering money if you report where they're having lunch. How do we get here? What kind of uncivil society do these people want to create where you can't even go out to lunch or dinner without a mob coming after you? But, of course, we're supposed to have firewalls on that. We're supposed to have things that discourage it, like law. Like in Virginia, for example, it is illegal to protest at somebody's house. It is a crime if somebody in Virginia shows up at your house like they did to Justice Alito. No prosecution there. Just won't enforce that law. We'll promote discord by not enforcing the laws meant to prevent it. It's kind of America we have. Wouldn't it be nice to hear something different on the news for a change? I'm Jay Christian Adams. I want to take your calls this hour, one 888 589-8840. I'm in for Sandy again. Best wishes and prayers to Sandy or in her recovery. It's so great to be here, though, and I hope that you all enjoy it, too, and miss Sandy as much as I do. But we're talking about double standards, and something really jumped out this weekend, because, you know, we're used to double standards now, right? We're all kind of used to, oh, if he commits a crime, he goes to jail for the rest of his life, but If this other person commits a crime, well, well, you know, that's just this oppressive society. No bail for him, right? That's where we are in 2022. But I was struck by this story over the weekend. The headline reads, Army suspends retired general for tweet aimed at first lady. Okay, that's interesting. Because I kind of remember not long ago, that it seemed every general in the world was criticizing Donald Trump when he was president. Remember that? But here's this weekend story. The Army has suspended retired Lieutenant General Gary Valesky, Valesky, 
a former commander of the 101st Airborne Division. And those of you who know anything about the Army know that when it comes to elite capabilities, the 101st Airborne is near the top of the heap. This is a battle-hardened general, fought in Iraq, got a silver star. This isn't some monk warrior. That's what Jim Mattis called himself, the former Secretary of Defense. This isn't some monk warrior. This is a guy who is on the ground in places like Sadr City in Iraq, fighting. So what did General Valesky do that was so offensive? If you haven't seen this story, the First Lady decided to tweet about Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs that's been in the news. And she wrote, For 50 years, women have had the right to make our own decisions about our bodies. Today, that right was stolen from us, Mrs. Biden tweeted. Of course, that's false. States will decide. Nobody stole anything. That right didn't exist in the 14th Amendment, according to the Supreme Court opinion. But put all the, put all the facts aside for a moment, and let's just talk about this story. So she tweets this out, that that right was stolen. And General Valesky responds in a tweet. If you do Twitter, it's reply, right? And he says, glad to see you finally know what a woman is. Because, <laughs> of course, these days, they're birthing parents or, you know, not quite women or a little bit of both. All that sort of nonsense. And so I would venture a guess that pretty much most Americans, by a sizable percentage, got a kick out of it or agreed with the general. Because we're so sick and tired of hearing that up is down, black is white, woman is not woman. We're all tired of it, right? And so General Valesky tweets this out. Oh, boy, that's not the end of it. The Army has suspended him. The Army has suspended him. He's no longer able to be a consultant to the Army, which we'll get to that in a moment, why this is a big deal. And he's Dunsky, over, no more. Now, General Valesky was in the Gulf War, the war in Afghanistan. As I said, he had a silver star. He's a serious, I don't want to use the term, big-time general. Okay? Cut off. Cut off from helping defend this country in whatever way he was able to in his later years. So let's go back in our, our little time machine to just a few years ago. Just to remind, so, so this general replies to the first lady, okay? Not to the president, but to the first lady. And makes a funny comment, glad to hear you finally know what a woman is. Because most Americans know what a woman is except for the freaks on the side who are trying to redefine basic facts. So here we go. Time machine. Headline. General James Mattis denounces President Trump, describes him as a threat to the Constitution. James Mattis, retired Marine general, who at one point was Secretary of Defense, he writes a book 
He attacks President Trump as a threat. We must reject and hold those accountable in office who make a mockery of our Constitution, he says. That President Trump is a threat to the Constitution. Says retired General James Mattis, not on Twitter, not as a reply, not to the First Lady, but to Trump. And guess what happens to James Mattis? I'm about to tell you. Here's what happens. You got that? Nothing. Nothing happens to James Mattis. In fact, it's worse than nothing. I'm going to let you in on a little secret now. All these retired generals make lots of money by consulting and by speaking at national defense universities as part of the the military training apparatus. They make lots of money giving speeches to military-related institutions. Usually it's tax dollars paying them. James Mattis makes $50,000 a speech. The man who called President Trump a threat to his constitution, to the constitution, and was not suspended, not criticized, not canceled, not anything. And he continues to roll in the dough like a lot of the other retired generals still do who became prominent criticizing President Trump. Now, folks, you don't need me to tell you that this is a double standard. You don't need me to tell you that this is disgraceful misapplication of the standards. If James Mattis can call President Trump what he did and what a bunch of other ones, he wasn't the only one. I I only have an hour for Sandy today. But there's a whole bunch of other ones that we could inventory by name and perhaps maybe will one day who said things way worse than poor old General Valesky's snarky tweet reply to the First Lady about knowing what a woman is. Shame on you, Pentagon. Shame on you. Are you political too? Shame on you chain of command for unequal application of the rule that prohibits criticism of the commander-in-chief. Shame on you. It makes you look political. When the Secretary of the Army and the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of the Navy don't apply the law equally, don't apply the rules equally, it makes the Pentagon look like a DNC operation. That's Democrat National Committee. And that's wrong. That undermines confidence in the military. The American people notice and think you're taking sides in politics. And it isn't, it isn't hard to be fair, is it? Anybody who's had to deal with a bunch of uh, squabbling children knows how to deal with this. You treat them all equally. You treat them the same. Unless, of course, you are biased or don't care if you are perceived as biased. And in the military, unfortunately, these days, that's what's happening. Oh, don't get me started on the training that's going on. Oh, boy. Have any of you seen these videos? Have you seen the recruitment video, the cartoon recruitment videos for the Army? 
where the girl on the Santa Monica Pier talks about her two mothers, I know a lot of you have. It's like, let's send an image to the world that we're a bunch of complete pushovers and that you're watching the view instead of fighting a war. So we get it, Pentagon. We understand that you're woke. But at least be fair. At least be fair. How hard can it be to be fair? I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios this morning. want to hear from you at 1-88-589-8840. 1-88-589-8840. When did this start, by the way? Do we, do we take this back to Obama? Because it sure wasn't like this under Clinton. Give the devil his due. You've heard me say this before, subbing for Sandy. I'd take Bill Clinton in a heartbeat over this crowd. Because we know one thing, at least Bill Clinton loved America. Maybe in his own way sometimes. Maybe he drifted from that, but he grew up in real America. He didn't grow up, he didn't grow up in Hawaii. Not that that's not real America, but you get my point. With, with some influences, shall we say, that were rather hostile to America. He grew up in Arkansas, and we didn't have to put up with generals acting like politicians. Of course, that's where we are in 2020, aren't we? It's not what you did, it's who you are. It's not whether or not you're guilty, it's what's your politics. That's the dangerous type of America that we have in 2022. We also have a crazy America. We're spending lots of money on wild, out-of-touch things. We'll talk more about that, such as the Anchorage Museum in Alaska is going to get $50,000 to hire somebody. You know what that person's going to do? Oh, by the way, this is all your tax money, just so we're clear. And their job is to collaborate with LBGTQ communities to work on climate change and justice. Your money, folks. We'll have more stories like that after this. And your calls at 1-88-589-8840. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio. Thanks for sticking around this morning. Back after this with more of those stories. If you haven't switched to MediShare yet, two big reasons to at least consider it and why it makes so much sense right now. Number one's inflation, which is just affecting everything. And it makes sense to say, okay, where can I actually save? Well, you could save a lot in one fell swoop if you switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month. Secondly, your conscience. MediShare members aren't forced to pay for things they don't support or believe in. And that's a big deal for a lot of people right now. They want their money to actually help people. And one more reason, you can trust MediShare. It's been the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. It works, and members love it, too. It has double the customer satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. So now's a great time to consider making the switch, and they're very easy to talk to. MediShare has great customer service. You can even get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE. 
This is Bible League International. Thank God your pastor wasn't attacked on Sunday, but it happened to Pastor Nepo recently while preaching in Burundi, Africa. Twenty radicals dragged him down the aisle to the front lawn where they beat him nearly to death because he's been faithfully sharing the gospel with Muslims and nearly 200 have come to Christ in his village where Christians are attacked daily. Anyone who comes to Jesus as their Lord and Savior are easily persecuted. In coastal India, Jayanth planted a church in a village with no Christians and today, more than half of that village follows Christ, but it did not come easy. His house was burned down twice, his wife was assaulted, and many in the church have been threatened with death, but they're not praying for an end to their suffering, they're praying for Bibles to endure and persevere. We're halfway to our goal to send God's Word to 16,000 Bibleless persecuted believers, and we need to wrap up in a week, so at $5 a Bible, $100 sends 20. Will you call 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD, or give at sendbiblesnow.org. Sendbiblesnow.org, and God bless you for caring. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. When deciding where to pursue your career goals, you want a university that you can trust that offers a world-class education with the values, knowledge, and skills you need to succeed. That place is Liberty University, and now is the perfect time to start. Liberty is celebrating 50 years of training champions for Christ, a mission that has not wavered since it opened in 1971. With more than 700 programs online and on campus, Liberty can help you turn your vision into a future you can be proud of. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Master Sergeant Nick Cupper has been in the Air Force for 19 years, but soon he could be out of a job. Master Sergeant Cupper is one of many airmen who refused to get the China virus vaccine. He applied for a religious exemption waiver but was denied. And now he's about to be kicked out of the Air Force just shy of his 20th anniversary. His wife and family stand to lose their retirement fund as well as their medical benefits. Roughly 10% of the military is about to be kicked to the curb over vaccine mandates. Republicans in Congress are trying to intervene, but the Biden Pentagon is standing its ground. There are no doubt legitimate concerns about the vaccine, especially among young Americans and especially among Air Force pilots, many of whom can no longer fly because of adverse side effects. My latest book is a must-read, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's available at ToddSterns.com. Don't forget to connect with Sandy Rios in the morning on Getter or email Sandy at Sandy at AFR.net. That's Sandy at AFR.net. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios today. Thanks for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at ElectionLawCTR, ElectionLawCTR. And we're talking about double standards. want to hear from you. 1-888-589-8840. Poor old General Gary Valesky, former commander of the 101st Airborne, was suspended because he replied to a tweet by First Lady Joe Biden with actually a compliment, if you will, and said, glad you finally figured out what a woman is, right? After she was tweeting about how the Supreme Court took away rights from women, allegedly. He said, glad you finally figured out what a woman is. Kind of funny. Aimed at the First Lady, so he gets suspended. Can't participate in continuing to train our troops. Anyone see a pattern here? Like the people who seem to be most, uh, shall we say, zealous in defending America for what America is, kind of like get kicked to the curb. The people who've been in combat, 
that aren't just monk warriors, they're no longer allowed to participate. And when I say participate, I mean in very, very, very lucrative contracts, speaking contracts with national defense universities. That's what the racket is, folks. That's what the racket is. All of these people who are critical of Trump, these former generals, are on the dole doing speaking gigs at national defense universities. And the more they criticize Trump, the more they get invited by the new Biden overlords. Get the drill? You see how this works? Attacking Trump and conservatives is a good gig. You get lots of cash for doing it. You ever wonder? I mean, folks, this is how the swamp works. You can monetize your hatred of conservative values. If you're Jim Mathis, General Jim Mathis, you can call President Trump a threat to the Constitution and sell books and then get invited to speak at the National Defense University. That's how it works. It's the racket. The people who are most vocal and filled with hate of your values are the ones who get paid the most to speak at Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine events. Jim Mathis tops the list. So it doesn't seem very fair, does it? That General Valesky, the 101st Airborne, can reply to the First Lady and all these other people say things a thousand times worse about the president, and they just get paid off. Darren, you're in Tennessee. Good morning. What do you have to say today? Hey, about this fairness, I, I, I think if we if we get power again, if we get a Republican president back in there, which you know I, I hope it's Trump. Um, being fair, I think we need to uh, do just like they do and. In the middle of the night, go go pick up Nancy Pelosi because somebody made a complaint, or go pick up uh, Chuck Schumer because somebody's made a complaint, and we'll just hold them for a while and and see how they like that. You, you kind of see what I'm saying? We, we if we can't fight fire with fire, then I think I think we're gonna it's gonna be lost forever for us if we just cannot cannot stoop to their level. We're gonna have to, in, in my opinion. In my opinion. Uh, and kind of show them, hey, we're going to play the same way you guys play until we can get this thing figured out, and we're all going to be fair about everything. I'll let you talk. That's all I wanted to say. Well, thank you, Darren, for your call. Maybe step one will be to suspend General Jim Mathis from all of his lucrative speaking contracts and consulting contracts. Maybe, maybe that's step one. That would be a fair response because in light of what happened to General Valesky, and say, sorry, General Mathis, you're cut off for what you said in your book about the commander-in-chief. That's one approach. I think it would be the right approach, and the fact that the Biden administration and the Secretary of Defense doesn't do it tells you exactly who these people are. They're people who use power to enrich their friends, enrich their political allies. Usually at your expense, by the way, and we'll get to that in the next segment. Usually, they use your tax dollars that you guys are sending to Washington to enrich their ideological allies. And like I said, lots of stories in the news today about that. 
Good morning, Steve in Louisiana. You're on with Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios this morning. How are you? Good morning. Hey, Steve. The most important thing for you to tell the people is Marxist doctrine. The past must be destroyed. Chaos must be created so they can take over. Please explain that to the people. Well, I, 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 will, <laughs> I will try, but I mean, you have a point that uh, chaos is the state of affairs that transformative people like, okay? They like the mobs running through the streets of St. Petersburg uh, so they can transform that country. They like hyperinflation in Germany so they can transform that country. They always like chaos, wherever it might be. The chaos of post-World War II China. They like chaos because it allows them to fill the void. And these people know power. Now, we aren't all those places. Let's be clear. We are not post-World War II China, where starvation was the name of the game. But we're a country that has a fragile constitution. And this fragile constitution is what has given us the blessings of liberty for almost 250 years. It's hard to believe. But it's created the greatest standard of living that ever existed on the face of the earth. It's created more religious freedom than has ever existed on the face of the earth. We're no longer in a world where barbarians attack other religious sects, other religions, destroy their churches. Okay, I get it. There's some counterexamples, but you get the overall point. These people hate freedom. It just boils down to that. Freedom inhibits their ability to impose their utopian goals on the rest of the country. And we've talked a lot about that before when I've hosted for Sandy. Rick, good morning. Where in South Carolina are you? Good morning. I am from uh, Camden, South Carolina, a little uh, north northeast from uh, Columbia, actually. Right near where a very important battle took place in the Revolutionary War called Cowpens, and you had a former Speaker of the House yeah. from Camden. Absolutely, yes. Uh, yes, uh, we're pretty much known for uh, horse races and uh, Revolutionary War reactments, so yeah. So what, what's on your mind about General Valesky uh, responds to the First Lady that he's glad she finally figured out what a woman is and he gets suspended? Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of crazy that it's just the way this world has gone to, you know, this, this woke kind of thinking we, we've gone to. And, um, you know, it, it started off with, I was telling your guy to answer the phone that, um, it started off with the celebrities, you know, saying, you know, when's the last time someone has attempted to assassinate a president, you know, when he did that to Trump. And, you know, um, I was saying earlier that, um, you know, when I was growing up, I'm 50. So when I was growing up, you say anything about the president or his family, you know, you have a, a visit from the FBI the next morning, you know, uh, they will lock you up for even making a threat or a suggestion, uh, but now it's just like it's okay as long as it's on the Democratic side, but it's just, just the woke stuff just making me so sick. I'm just so tired of it, and we just need to stand up against it, because uh, if we don't, 
it's it's going to be turned over to them, and you haven't seen anything yet. So that's that's what right. I want to say, and I, I appreciate you taking my call, and I'm going to hang up and hang up. Listen. Well, thank, thank you, Rick, from Camden, South Carolina, uh, for your comments. One of the things that's noteworthy is the imbalance of threats, right? The, the sheer number of lunatic left-wing threats on Supreme Court justices and presidents. The Secret Service can't keep up, can they? There's so many of them that you can't chase them all down. Oh, here's another imbalance. When President Trump was inaugurated, I was there. I did a piece at PJ Media. You can go read it about all the, uh, honest to goodness, the Satanists who came out for the inauguration. I, I took photographs of them. I wrote a piece about it at PJ Media that actually Matt Drudge linked to before he went crazy. And they disrupted the inauguration. They disrupted the inauguration. They tried to halt it. Then the same thing, by the way, happened to George Bush in 2000. It's a pattern. So how many people, these, uh, these disruptors, how many of them are, end up in jail? None. None. They tried to prevent a peaceful transition. Nothing happens to them. That's imbalance. And that's what makes people like Rick in South Carolina start to go crazy after a while. No offense, Rick. But at some point, at some point, we have to get back to equilibrium. We have to get back to a nation that treats everybody the same. Don't get me started on racial preferences. That's a whole nother topic. We'll do that show another time. But we have a nation where this cancer is growing. Hasn't taken it over yet, but it's pretty malignant. And it treats people differently based on their race, skin color, and ideology. Sounds a lot like something we fought against, doesn't it? Sounds like something this country struggled with for a long time and finally got rid of, but seems to be back. Good morning, Ralph. You're in Georgia. You're on with Christian Adams, subbing for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio. What do you have to say this morning? Hey, thank you for uh, taking my call. Sure thing. Hey, um, I, yeah, I just want to say that, um, you know, we're trying to make sense of everything what the left is doing, and the Bible pretty much in Romans 1, uh, 18 to 32, just explains who these people are, which is um, they're against God, which makes them against Jesus, which makes them antichrist. And and they're also behaving as fools in Proverbs, which means um, they're always scheming against the righteousness. And there's just no, you just cannot make any sense of what they're doing because they're just going beyond but what we are capable of doing. You know, I don't get, I, I used to be in the Justice Department in the voting section in the Civil Rights Division. Many of you know that. I wrote a book called Injustice. You can read all about it. I, I did the new Black Panther case, if you remember that case. And I used to be up close to these folks every day. It was called co-workers, right? And I will tell you that they genuinely believe in what they're doing. The left, with some exceptions, genuinely believes they are on the side of righteousness. I know these people. They do. In fact, they believe it in a way that, unfortunately, I think even folks on our side don't. When I say our side, I mean the folks who believe in individual freedom and liberty and freedom of conscience. 
So there's this peculiar zealousness among their soldiers that they really think they're crusaders for the cause and that the cause is just, which of course is a phenomenon that has existed in every movement throughout the ages, particularly the ones with their DNA. They're transformers, aren't they? They're the ones who are going to make the world perfect. And so all these pesky things like fairness and equality and you know colorblindness and the rule of law, those are just barriers to utopia. Those are just nuisances. Who needs rule of law when we got a paradise to create? You see how this works? So, Ralph, I think you're on to something, but I also think it might be a little worse than, than you're, you're giving credit to. So uh, it's a rough time. Uh, Tony, you're in Arkansas. Good morning. So, Tony, yeah. uh, General Valesky said that he was glad that Joe Biden figured out what a woman is um, and got suspended for it, 101st Airborne General. What, uh, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, since the left don't know what a woman is and they, they believe men can get pregnant, I just wanted to inform them that uh, the, there is one male on this planet that does get pregnant and have babies. And it okay. is not of the human persuasion. It, it is a seahorse. A seahorse? A seahorse, a seahorse is the only male on the planet that uh, gets pregnant and has babies. Does the seahorse uh, march in the pride parades? No, I don't think they do. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I guess, I guess, um, you know, give the give the seahorse credit uh, for accomplishing uh, what most folks think is impossible. But look, the reality is that these characters are up against deep, deep cultural norms, and the more they talk about this. The more they try to say males are not males, women are not women, the deeper they get with the rest of the country. And the more often they suspend generals like General Valesky for making a funny remark in regards to what is a view held by almost everybody in the country, the more they're in trouble. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios. We're going to talk next about how your tax dollars are being used. Oh boy, strap in because you aren't going to believe it. All this COVID rescue stuff, COVID, COVID money flowing from Washington. You aren't going to believe how it's being used. Next up on American Family Radio. When I went dove hunting as a boy, I remember the first time a hunter wounded a bird and it was still alive. He pulled off the little bird's head and its life was over. I was shocked at how gruesome it was. As we await the Supreme Court's decision on abortion, perhaps we need to consider how gruesome abortion often is. It's more than choices and rights. It's about an innocent boy or girl who's being treated like a little bird. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. Do you feel like you're in control of your finances, or is it more like the other way around? Sometimes all it takes is a little help and encouragement, and we've got just the thing. It's Money Wise with Rob West. Every weekday morning from 9 to 10 Central, Rob and his money-savvy friends and colleagues help you stay in control of your finances. And it's not from the world's perspective, but from God's. 
Don't miss Money Wise with Rob West every weekday morning from 9 to 10 Central right here on AFR. They said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. These words were shared between Cleopas and his companion on the seven-mile walk from Jerusalem to Emmaus as Jesus, in resurrected form, used the Hebrew scriptures to reveal himself to them as the Messiah. There are at least 109 distinct biblical prophecies the Messiah had to fulfill. The mathematical probability of such a feat occurring is astoundingly absurd, yet that absurdity is satisfied in Jesus, the Messiah. Come, let us adore Him. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner. For more, from Abraham Hamilton III, Public Policy Analyst for the American Family Association. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, President of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Did you know you can't sink if you swim in the Dead Sea? You can't sink. You can't uh, drown. And we're going to go to the Dead Sea, and we're going to take a swim, and you can find out if what I'm saying is true or not. That's coming up in March 2023 on our annual trip to Israel. That's right. We're going to the Holy Land in March of 2023. Now, if you want the dates, the cost, the itinerary, everything about the tour, all you need to do is go to TWHolyLand.com. TWHolyLand.com. Everything is there. And if you want to join us, we're already getting a lot of people sign up to go because there's such a pent-up demand to go to Israel because it was closed down basically for two years because of COVID. Well, you can go now and you don't have to have a vaccine shot, okay? TWHolyLand.com. This is Frank Afney with the Secure Freedom Minute. Joe Biden takes his wrecking operation to the Mideast this week. Wonder what harm he can do? Think Afghanistan on steroids. My colleague David Wormser has just published a brilliant analysis of the dangers arising from Biden's diminishing of Arab perceptions of the United States as the strong horse. Dr. Wormser correctly argues that the Israelis must do whatever they can to fill the vacuum thus created. Instead, they are submitting to Biden, even giving him their country's highest award. Not since Obama's Nobel Peace Prize has a distinction been less deserved. No good can come from Biden's three priorities, protecting Iran from Israeli preemption, resuscitating Palestinian ambitions, and encouraging Saudi oil production, not ours. Peace through strength, Israeli if not American, is the only hope of preventing such truly reckless policies from resulting in the next horrific regional war. This is Frank Gaffney. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios this morning. So great to be here. Taking your calls this morning at 1-88-589-8840. We've been talking about unfairness, and we've been talking about how People who dislike your values, and we just use General James Mattis as an example, get rich off of your tax money, even though they work against your values. And we talked about unfairness this morning when it comes to General Valesky, who tweeted out a response to Jill Biden saying, I'm glad you finally know what a woman is, and he gets suspended. And he's not allowed to participate anymore 
in teaching at places like the National Defense University and how that hurts him. And when people who criticize President Trump that are generals like Jim Mattis get rich off of it. Well, look, this is not the only place where this madness is happening. $15 million was passed by Congress as part of a COVID relief plan. $15 million, which of course in Washington terms is small potatoes. But this is directed at libraries, right? Those places down the street that have books. 15 million federal tax dollars was given to libraries as COVID relief from Washington, D.C. Of course, it's all your tax money. And you might ask the question, what happened to this money? And you might not want to know the answer. But a story today has some pretty disturbing examples. One is from Anchorage, Alaska. This $15 million in tax money, 50000 of it went to Anchorage. And the whole purpose was to hire a programmatic staff member to collaborate with communities of color and LGBTQ communities to work on climate change and climate justice. That's right. This isn't made up what I just read. This is 50000 of your tax dollars gets sent off to a library in Anchorage, Alaska to go hire an activist. An activist to work out of the library. I mean, it's insanity, but that's not the end of it. It gets, it gets worse. Somebody, one of your callers today, talked about tearing down institutions. Well, this same federal package sent $49,000 to Rochester, New York's library, so they could have field trips for third grade students to have a take-it-down exhibit, which is a story of a community-led effort to tear down any artwork that they think is racist. It's like, let's send federal tax dollars to a library to train people to undo America. Oh, that's racist. Thomas Jefferson is racist. Let's tear down Monticello. That's where these people come from. These are your federal tax dollars. $50,000 went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to the Whitaker Center for Science and Art, to expand capacity to do equity, diversity, and inclusion in STEM programs. In other words, let's not worry about whether you got 2 plus 2 correct equals 4. In some cases, it can equal 5. Depends on who's doing the math. Depends, doesn't it? See, we're once again back to General Valesky's tweet. Depends on who you are. You can get into college. You can get into University of Virginia or Notre Dame or Penn as long as you tow the ideological line. As long as your college essay is about how you're a gay atheist or working on body image issues. But if you dare talk about pro-life, you're not going to get in to Notre Dame and Penn. If you mention that in your college essay, we're going to withhold benefits from you based on your ideology. 
we're going to not let you into the club unless you're a leftist. You aren't going to go to Harvard. That's just for special people that agree with us or have the right skin color. That's where we are. Make no mistake about it. By the way, don't send your kids to the Ivy League. Don't let them near it. If they got in for free, don't let them go. It's the single biggest conglomeration of institutions next to the Chinese Communist Party and the Russians trying to dismantle the United States, the Ivy League. Don't let them go there. Go to LSU or University of South Carolina. They're not all in yet. Go to Texas. TCU. Not Michigan. The elite universities are the people behind 90% of the garbage we have to talk about on this show. They're the incubators of madness. Northwest Mississippi Community College, though, got a grant for $33,000. This is from the same library package from the federal government. $33,000 at the Northwest Mississippi Community College to create campus space safes. Space? <laughs> safe spaces. Sorry. Where students can engage in topics dealing with racial injustice diversity, post-pandemic stress, and resilience, whatever that is, resilience. This is the Northwest Mississippi Community College, $33,000. I mean, what does that go to? Does it like buy posters from crackpot artists about racial injustice? I might, because $33,000 doesn't get you a whole lot some furniture, some paint, posters, a bunch of copies of the Communist Manifesto you can leave laying around. I don't know what you get for $33,000 that's going to do anything about racial injustice at Northwest Mississippi Community College. But that's where we are today. You guys are paying for all this. Everyone who's paid taxes is paying for this. Your grandchildren, if they've started working, are paying for this. For all of these crazed ideological campaigns with federal tax dollars. Carlos, you're in Louisiana. What do you have to say this morning? Yes, sir. I don't want to talk about that uh, general you were talking about. Wrote that uh, little tweet to the president's wife. I didn't know that uh, free speech was outlawed anymore. I thought he could say anything he wanted to. He's retired. He doesn't right, have well, anymore. Right, so let's go over the ground rules. Retired military officers are still considered essentially military officers, even if they're retired. It's unlike enlisted. When you get a commission with the military as an officer, it's sort of a lifelong deal. You're, like, you're, you're sort of like always on the hook. So, you are limited in what you can say about the commander-in-chief. And, you know, we know all the stuff that was said about Trump, okay, by retired military officers, probably some active ones, too, if I go research it. So we know what was said about Trump. They got to have free speech in criticizing Trump. General Valesky sends a, a snarky tweet 
about Joe Biden figuring out a woman is, and he gets suspended. So <laughs> that's the world we live in now. And uh, it's a crazy one because we all know that, that what General Valesky was making a joke about, most Americans agree with. Most Americans are sick and tired of hearing that women aren't women and we can't define objective truth. It's almost like communist, it's, a, it, it's like this cultural revolution where you had to get in line, where you had to toe the party line or else your life was going to be miserable and or ruined and or finished. Remember, in China in the late 60s, Chairman Mao imposed a cultural revolution where everybody had to start to think alike about everything, colors, pets, bicycles, Mao, Chinese food. It was like trying to force everybody into groupthink. And this is exactly the tactic that the left is borrowing. They use the levers of power in the federal government and lucrative contracts with national defense universities and consulting contracts with the military to force these generals into groupthink. And they make special exceptions, of course, to the rule that they can't criticize the commander-in-chief. All depends who the commander-in-chief is, but these special exceptions are made so people like Jim Mattis can go after Trump and all those generals who sign letters attacking Trump. No punishment for them, only more speaking gigs. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I want to hear from you. I'm on for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio at 1-88-589-8840. This is really endemic of a culture, isn't it, that just abandons objective truth. When a culture moves away from what is right and what is wrong and clearly defining the two, anything goes. And that's a very dangerous situation. When a culture moves away from respect for objective reality, a man is a man, a woman is a woman, each have their separate role, the roles are not the same, then we have a problem. These things start to happen in increasingly corrosive fashion. I walked into the Chicago airport last week, and as soon as you go through security, there was a sign that said, all gender bathroom, that way. And I thought to myself, I'm not going that way. In fact, I was worried the entire airport was going to be like that. But you know what it wasn't? As soon as you got past security and the all-gender bathroom propaganda sign, you got back to the real world where male and female bathrooms existed. They haven't gone that far yet because people would go nuts at an airport if that was what there was. Now, I know some people out there don't like that. They don't like that people would go nuts. They want to have this blending. But it doesn't work that way in the real world. Most Americans still think gender matters, that boys are boys and girls and girls, and they're not the same. And anybody who's done any investigation in the single-sex education knows this. 
that girls learn differently in different environments. Ones particularly where there's no boys. But hey, at other schools, like all over Washington, D.C., let's just have the boys dress up as girls. Oh, it's not just Washington, D.C., of course, but it's all throughout the country in certain elite pockets. Let's just have the boys dress up as girls and let's corrode the notion of objective gender. Because after all, we're a much better society when there's no such thing as male or female, or so they say. But that's what's happening, folks. That's what's happening outside of places like Camden, South Carolina. And don't think that if you're in Camden, no offense to Camden and our great caller from there, but don't think that it won't get to you because of, I just read to you some of the federal dollars that are being used at places like the Northwest Mississippi Community College, where they're trying to push this agenda to mainstream America. They're trying to force you to buy in to their agenda. And by golly, if you're General Valesky, 101st Airborne Commander, and you send a tweet about the First Lady congratulating her for the recognition, finally, that women are women, you're cut off. Your bank account is going to suffer. Your name will be dragged through the mud because you have the wrong views. I'm Jay Christian Adams. Thank all of you with the right views for tuning in this morning. It's been a pleasure subbing for Sandy Rios in the morning. Be back again later this week. Best wishes and prayers to Sandy. You've been listening to American Family Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.